Well, I must say, Steve Vines, you are looking swell in your three-piece tailor-made <laughs> toilet roll. Yes, with winged, with winged collar. Good to see you. What's cooking? Yes, what's cooking? All right. Can I ask the listener to sit down? Because I, I, I'm now going to read. Uh, this is so unbelievable that I do... <sighs> Good job I've got a coffee. It's here, a health it? warning here. I do think you need to sit down. This is from the CNO, the chief executive in name only, press conference yesterday. This is what she said. I don't want to particularly describe how well my government has been doing. Shall I read that again? Because, I mean, out there in fantasy land, you know, I don't want to particularly describe how well my government He's has reading, been doing. He's reading, by the way. He's... Yeah, I am reading. These are actual words. I took it off the government official website, so they're all kosher. No need to worry. I mean, you know, this is where adjectives just... Just fail you. Delusional, is that strong enough? Don't think so. Total hubris, is that strong enough? No, doesn't quite get there. Barking, oh, there's a word I'm not supposed to use on radio, uh, but in the middle and then mad, probably doesn't get you there. I mean, can you ever believe it? Yeah, no. No. Basically. Um... Should, should we look at the latest master plan? So you've got um, the hospital authority... Uh, um, staff union, they're not the staff union, the new union um, on strike. There's thousands of medical workers not reporting for work. And the CNO says, go and talk to your human resources people in, in the hospital. But authority. they're on strike, surely. Um, well, th there's, that's one aspect. The other aspect is, and here I'm going to tell the CNO something she doesn't know, the hospital authority doesn't control the immigration rules of Hong Kong. This is what the strike about. It's not about money. It's not about better conditions for the staff. It's about public health. It's about closing down the border. But yes, break a leg. Go and have a discussion with the human resources people. Do they have human resources oh. people in government? I don't mean, you know, as, you're, you're, as in you're, a corporate you're, you're, house, you're, HR. I think they do. You're just doubting the word human, aren't you? But I'm, uh, just, I'm just trying to work out how you, No, I tell you what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to work out how they can actually speak to. No, they've got no one. Well, it's just complete nutter. But now let's look at the latest. So, first of all, we had, you can't um, introduce border controls because they would be discriminatory. That was what the CNO told us. Oh, no. First of all, oh, sorry, let's just wheel back because we're only talking a matter of a couple of weeks, no longer. Hong Kong really has nothing to worry about about this, but we will take the necessary and appropriate precautions, fill in your own blanks for other bureaucratic speak. That went to, oh, no, we can't close the border because it would be discriminatory. Mm -hmm. Except we are closing the borders to anybody from Hubei province. Apparently that's not discriminatory. But if you close it to mainlanders other than from Hubei province, it becomes discriminatory. That was then sort of when it became evident that everybody was a fire with indignation over this. There was then, oh, well, I'll tell you what, tell you what, tell you what. We'll close some of the smaller border crossings, as she said herself, to cause inconvenience for people. Nice one, Carrie. And now we have yesterday this new thing, which is we won't close the border because that's discriminatory. But, but, here's our master plan. We're going to quarantine everybody, that includes Hong Kong residents who are crossing the border, including foreigners, Chinese, everybody, for two weeks. Is this voluntarily? Well, so there you go. Is it? So here's it's the question. Confusing. Is it voluntarily? <laughs> Where are they going to be quarantined? What's happening to Hong Kong residents? Are they going to be self-quarantined? Are they going to go to one of these centres, which 
I don't know. I mean, there's three being established. Two of them are right near where I live, I happen to say, and the other one is in Le Moon. So, you know... Are you a NIMBY, Steve? Uh, no, I'm actually... I think it's perfectly all right, but that's... No, OK, just, you know... <clears throat> that's all right. I mean, but, but the point is, if this is actually a plan, why can't she tell us what it is? So there's two possibilities here. Right. One is they've got no idea... It's just another little panicky response. No idea what they're doing whatsoever. Secondly, the plan is so horrendous that she doesn't want to reveal it because she thinks that she will have stopped the strike of hospital workers by announcing it. She thinks she will have quieted the criticism, despite the many ways the government has been doing so well, um, from the rest of the citizenry. And she thinks, oh, I've got something to announce. <coughs> this is it break a leg i mean honestly it is so oh i'm, I'm, I'm almost at a loss of words but it's so confusing a good thing to, to keep it it's polite confusing. it's so confusing it's so com but it's also outright irresponsible if you do have a quarantine plan you do have to say what it is as you say is it voluntary we don't know that i know, people, I know people that are actually locking not locking themselves up but you know low-keying shall we say Fine. But, but they're actually doing it. This fine, fine. Good, good old Hong Kong yeah, yeah, that's up to them. But they, of course, are doing this on an individual basis. This isn't government policy. Sure, sure. That's the point. Yeah. So we don't know what government policy is because they haven't told us. Maybe. I mean, maybe they don't know. I mean, if she's actually announcing something as draconian as this, and they haven't actually worked out how to implement it, um, you go from absolutely useless to to somewhere so far down that track of waste of space that, 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 that you can't really get to the end of it mm. but i mean look at the look at look at the mask thing i mean this is almost unbelievable so <coughs> excuse me that, that's not what you think it is that's my normal cough and it's to do with this studio flat cough yeah that's the b flat one <laughs> we'll, we'll get to a major at a later stage in yeah. the program so First of all, um, the government announces, in fact, Matthew Jung, I believe, had announced this. Let's put names to this. The number two in the government said, don't worry, millions of masks are on their way. We have a plan to restock. This was approximately when? Oh, it was ages ago, last week. OK. Last week. Millions are on the way. Remember, Hong Kong is the world's greatest logistics centre. How many have arrived under the millions are on the way plan? Well, how big is zero? Uh, nothing. I mean, Macau got off its backside. I mean, to, to, to be able to say on a radio programme, look at the shining example of the Macau government. Mm -hmm. Who ever thought those words would be issued? <coughs> but they got off their backside, went to Portugal, got the masks required, True. are distributing them in an orderly fashion. There's no mask panic in Macau. Anyway, here we have millions on the way, none on the way. Then the CNO pops up at another of these amazing, bizarre press conferences and says, I have told my officials they are not allowed to wear masks. Total panic breaks out over this. People saying, is she really saying that? And so she, she then clarifies. She says, when I said they're not allowed to wear masks, I meant they're not allowed to wear government issue masks. People are going, well, you didn't say that. The ones that the prisoners are making. Yeah, well, or whoever. I mean, if they get them from official sources. <laughs> Confusing is Who the knows? Word. Who yeah. knows? Okay. Who knows what that meant? Yeah. You know, certainly not the person who was saying it. I had no idea what it meant. And then people went, what? 
what what are you saying now then she said ah 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 what i meant was only senior officials that only applies to senior officials and the senior officials are going what <laughs> so she now says well well i didn't it wasn't senior officials it wasn't this it wasn't that it's only if they're in contact with people who are ill well well done carrie even i've worked that out that is that is possibly a good idea or they are have a have, have a responsibility which involves seeing large numbers of people in in confined spaces but you know i'm sorry mrs lamb words have a meaning if you say they are not allowed to wear masks these that incidentally is a is a direct quote um you either mean it or you don't you're either thinking or you don't or you think that being in charge means oh i'll just say something that sounds good because i've got she to wouldn't explain. be the first would she? she wouldn't be the first because i've got to explain why there aren't actually any stocks meanwhile the citizenry are queuing up round the block trying to secure masks the government has in in a big group in big groups yes I mean, literally yeah. thousands of people queuing up in big groups it's yes, all yes. good yeah the government have powers to um to control the supply and distribution and the price of what are called essential goods this is a new power she doesn't have to go to LegCo to get this signed off they're on the statute book and what has the CNO bravely decided to do about these powers we don't know because she hasn't even mentioned them uh, to their credit um, the DAB mentions this quite often that these powers should be evoked everybody else agrees that these powers should be evoked because masks are something which are much on people's minds at the moment. Yes. There is a question of their effectiveness Indeed. and how they should be worn. There is all of that. But if it makes people feel better... And more comfortable. Yes. yes. So, you know, let's uh, let's have that debate about their medical uh, veracity. Sure, sure. But in the meantime, you've got to reassure people, and you can't reassure people if you lie about having source masks, if you won't use the powers that exist on the statute book to control their distribution and supply, and if you come up with these cockamamie schemes, each one more stupid than the last. So now we have the whole issue of, if indeed all these people are to be quarantined, where? Yeah, there was are a, they going yeah. to go into the three existing quarantine centres? Well, considering we're talking about thousands of people, they're going to be overwhelmed like that. Are they going to be in the new quarantine centres that have yet to be identified? Because every time the government identifies one, it's more stupid than the last. I mean, they were forced... Have, have we... We've really got some, <coughs> have we? Because We have three. We okay. have three. Official, yeah. Two in Pak Tam Chung, which is where I live, which is interesting, and, and one in Le Yumun. And these are essentially holiday camps. And actually, they're perfectly uh, fit for purpose. You know, they're isolated. But, you know, I won't have the CNO criticising people for nimbyism, not in my backyard, when down the road from where she lives, in Upper Albert Road, there is an unused hospital, literally in Lower Albert Road. Mm. There's an unused hospital, yes. the old central hospital. Do you know what? Hospitals... Oh, wait a minute. That's right. They're, they're, they're built for medical purposes. No one has even suggested opening that hospital up is not being used well they have sitting there the wrong, idle the wrong people well yes <laughs> i mean nobody in government <laughs> has suggested, suggested yes yeah. no, that that suggestion has been made so you know she can start talking she can start talking about nimbyism when she's prepared 
to have in her own backyard oh, it is as well, isn't a it? quarantine centre. Let's... So uh, we'll hear more from her on that when the masks... Oh, she doesn't wear a mask at the moment. I was going to say when the masks are off. Oh, very good. Let's go to some emails here. People are jonesing to say are hello they? this morning. Good there's, morning. There's good stuff. Good morning to Stefan, who says, forget masks, supermarkets are being cleared out. There's been no rice or bleach in any stores near me for a while. By nine o'clock last night, Westwood Supermarket in K-Town was almost cleared out. Many shelves completely bare. People fighting over toilet roll. He says, hysteria is breaking out now due to the government mishandling of this. I wonder what today's thing will be. Yesterday it was loo roll. What will it be today? That's me could asking. Be, could be distilled water. It actually could, because that's the cheaper of the bottled waters. Yeah, could be. We don't know. I mean, Stefan has a point. Most of this is not to actually do, do, do with supplies themselves, because the supermarket chains, I believe, welcome in particular has issued a statement saying, you know, the supplies are there. It's just a question of, you know, they're not there if everybody panic buys, but in, in, for normal requirement, the supplies are there. Okay. But the point is that the confidence in the administration, the confidence in the people who run this place to be able to allocate resources, to be able to control this enormous medical panic is zero. So people don't believe it. Every time the CNO stands up, everybody's got their hands clamped around their ears because they just know she's going to say something that, that, that doesn't inspire confidence. Let me just Or something, as I said at the, at the top of the programme, yeah. talking about how well the government's been doing. I mean, it's unbelievable. Just before we go to our break, there's lots to talk to you about. That topic, I want to reference one of our news stories. The government's condemned what it called rumour mongers with evil intentions after a wave of panic buying across the city on Wednesday. Supermarkets were left with rows of empty shelves. People sought basic necessities following online rumours that new quarantine measures would see stores run out of stock. Now, I think I read that a security card got busted with some medieval thing about being a gossip. Like, they used to put yes, a skull's yeah, no, no, bridle on people. Yes, there were so, two people. Uh, my question to you here is, are we edging towards that inciting to incite thing again? Well, maybe, because meanwhile, across the border, and remember, everything that happens across the border is perfect and, and beyond criticism, there's been an enormous clampdown on internet uh, communication on these matters enormous clampdown and mini me's here you know that that our own house quizlings they always like to follow an example to clap your hands steve vines if you're working too hard i'm not a member of the civil service oh please How oh, oh oh let's that go was to a, a low blow let's go to I'm a couple sorry. of emails here no the thing is you're you're listen get out you're talking to somebody who is oh, basically yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't take it personally let's go to a much. couple of emails i've got one from drake that's quite interesting but it's a topic change so let me quickly read a bit here from okay. dave 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 likes to be the man on the street and it's good to hear from him too he said has that has that gone completely off her head telling people to go to work and take their mask off well we've kind of done that but um what's wrong says dave with our most expensive airline telling staff to take a three-week holiday without pay. I thought their aeroplanes were full. Mm. All right, you come back to it. Yeah. Um, how come Hong Kong with so much money, the government cannot give away free masks and organise a mas mask party in a brewery? And the final one, which might crank you, Steve, he said, why should the public support failing businesses with taxpayers' money only to keep rents high? Let's have a big collapse and lower rent and lower property prices. Then we can all afford to buy a flat. And, of course, after the cull, there will be more available. Let yeah. me cake. Yeah, I, 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 think, I think that last point may be I said. Think a tongue might have been but A tongue may be. But, I mean, you know, careful what you wish for. Yeah. It, is, it is true that um, 
you, you, you could actually come to a situation where people might be able to afford a place to live, but the collateral damage. It's going to be humongous. Companies closing down means people losing jobs. Indeed. People losing jobs in Hong Kong without a safety net. This is not... This is not... Uh, this is not a happy prospect. Let's come back to the cafe thing in a second, because I bet you might have something. Unpaid leave, three weeks, Well, I mean, you know, it is... It is um, it's not... To be fair, it's not just Cafe who's doing this. All sorts of people are doing this. Sure, sure, but that's I mean, the new story. But know? that's the new story. I mean, I honestly don't know. It, it's interesting. People who I know who've been travelling on the airline recently have told me that the planes are full. Oh, yeah. Um, but that may be because they've cut... A lot of services, and they're you know concentrating them in in, in uh, fewer routes. I, I I simply don't know whether that is the case, mm. but I mean it is. I hope that while they're telling people to take three uh, weeks no pay leave, the bosses are doing the are, same. Are, are doing the same. In fact, the bosses shouldn't really be taking a salary while this is going on. They've got more fat to live off. We don't know. They're not. We don't know they're not, but I'm just saying, I mean, uh, you know, I, I know from uh, the business that I am that, that where um, they have our staff not to, uh, sorry, they have our staff to take no paid leave. I think all the people I know who've done that have also said, um, incidentally, we're not going to be paid until this is... Um, this is done. Lead by example. Let's change topics slightly here and go to a quick email from Drake who gives us the Bloomberg headline. Right. And that headline says China wants to patent Gilead's experimental coronavirus drug. And Drake says, yeah, the Wuhan Institute of Virology that's widely suspected of manufacturing this virus is trying to make money out of a US research top priority. Yeah, I mean, this is, um, this is a story. Let's start at the, the end rather than the beginning. This is a story that was going around that the virus didn't, in fact, originate from these wild animal markets. It originated from a laboratory leak. Now, it it's has to be still said, going around. that story is still going around at high velocity. To the best of my knowledge, nobody has produced uh, absolute proof or even marginal proof that this is true. The story's going around. It may well be true. You see, here's the problem. In a society where uh, information is heavily censored, where there is currently an even bigger crackdown on the dissemination of information. Mm -hmm. Who knows? Who knows? I certainly don't know. I very much doubt anybody else does. But the second part of um, the email is interesting because, you know, who does own the patent to these... Um, <laughs> these, uh, I was going to say remedies, I suppose it is a remedy, to these remedies. No, you, it's a virus. It's a virus. <laughs> yeah. No, no, but the, the whole point of, I, I of know, I know, I know. tracking the virus is to find out how to kill it. So, I mean, who knows? I mean, can I just say in parenthesis, it's not unknown for patents to be stolen on the Chinese mainland from, from foreign companies. Mm. You would have thought that, that when you're tackling, tackling what I think is developing into a pandemic, there would be a high level of cooperation. Yeah. You certainly, I mean, if you listen to the World Health Organization, I don't know how much Peking duck's being eaten over there, but the, 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 the incredible director general uh, the, of that organization with the hard to pronounce name of Tedros. Tedros. Adhom. <laughs> Gebriesos, I believe, is how you pronounce it. I'm not sure. Anyway, I mean, I cannot believe this is a man 
who who because the Chinese and remember the Chinese are very influential in the in the World Health Organization had originally said oh we don't want a lot of attention to this had originally told countries oh you know there's nothing to worry about here it's just a little thing it's going to be contained and now will not open his mouth without lavishing praise on the Chinese authorities for their work well I don't know whether you've received it but I'm now being um, bombarded with emails asking me to sign a petition to get rid of this man. He doesn't seem to me to be someone who's on the ball in this job. Let's go back to the rumour thing. It's very interesting, you know, people are talking about how this thing was created, if it escaped or whatever. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, no, it's, it's no lie that there is what's called a P4 lab in, in this area, and that P4 is the, what's it called, the designation for dangerous stuff. Yes. Remember Porton Down in the UK? Yes. Tell yes. us a bit, you know, that, that, that yeah. kind of deal. Well, I it? mean, you, you, here, this is the problem in, in dictatorships, let's call it by its name, is that the f two things are very dangerous. One is what we've talked about before, is that, that there's a clampdown on dissemination of information. But equally dangerous is the fact that these type of laboratories, these high-priority... They exist all over the world as well. They exist all over the world. These are under political control. They're not under medical control. Mm. So that if a problem occurs in one of these places, you know, this is like the Chernobyl event where the people running the Chernobyl plant in, in the Ukraine during the Soviet era um, didn't want to report it to Moscow because they were worried about their jobs. Well, this is the same thing in China. You, you, these people who run very highly sensitive government-controlled facilities their first consideration when something goes wrong is how do we cover this up? It's not how do we fix it? How do we cover this up? So if indeed there has been a leak from that facility and it's caused this virus, I mean, it's an appalling thought. I think you could be pretty sure because there's a lot of, there's a lot of track record on this mm. that the authorities' first response would be, I tell you what, <sighs> Let's not tell the bosses, because they're going to get very angry. Good morning to Marty, who's just sent us an interesting link to our Morning Groove Facebook page. It's from the Taiwan News, and the story goes like this. He said, what do you think of this, by the way? The story headline, it's Tencent may have accidentally leaked real data on Wuhan virus deaths. Ten Tencent briefly lists 154,023 infections and 24,589 deaths from this coronavirus. That's the story that uh, Marty sent us. What do you think of this? Well, I, what I think is um, that we already know, I don't know whether those figures are, nope. are correct. Not a but, sausage but, but, clue. But what we do know is the so-called official figures that we see every day, these appalling official figures that see thousands of thousands of people added to the infections list are simply not accurate because they only record people who've been accepted into hospitals. Yeah. So if you are in the hellhole and... Can you imagine being in the hellhole of Wuhan, where you can't get into hospital, where you can't even get diagnosed in clinics because they're just, they're just bursting with people and they can't accept any new patients. You're not counted in those numbers. So those numbers are almost certainly incorrect. Whether it is in the hundreds of thousands, I don't know. Interesting but, but, this, though. But I, it is very yeah. interesting. But I, I, I think, again, I mean, I mean, we do have to... I think the time has come for us to, to exercise a bit of humanity here. I mean, people are talking about 
the residents of Wuhan, a city of 11 million people, as being some sort of lepers. Mm. No, they're people in absolutely terrible circumstances, terrified to leave their homes, mm. where they have um, sick relatives or, or whoever. They can't get treatment for them. They can't get basic supplies. They're cut off from the rest of the world. I mean, you know, I do think about those people. It's a horrible, horrible situation to be in. Now, obviously, we don't want them coming to Hong Kong and other provinces of China don't want them coming there. But I think, you know, let's have some respect for those people. They're having a terrible time. You're bringing up a brilliant point here. There's not been a lot of focus, if you like, on exactly what you've yeah. just said. Well, there was the, the, that horrible, horrible story. Um, that I think we talked about, oh, you weren't here, but anyway, I think we talked about it last week. Yeah. This is an, a just awful story of this um, severely brain-damaged child who was left to die in an apartment because both of his parents had been um, uh, taken away because they, they, they had the virus, and he was supposed to be looked up his aunt was supposed to be looking after him, but she couldn't come every day. Well, this was a child who couldn't feed himself because, you know, he was too too seriously brain damaged for that. Couldn't look after his, you know, basic needs like going to the toilet and died of dehydration and general neglect. Mm. I mean, these stories, I mean, the, this one got some traction and was known around the world, but I, I'm absolutely certain it isn't the only story. I'm sure we're going to hear horror stories of old people left to die in their, their homes because they couldn't get out, their relatives lived too far away to look after them, etc. Day-to-day reasons. It's terrible. Let me feed you, Steve Vines. Um, <clears throat> striking doctors and nurses have violated the basic law. The government should file a judicial review lawsuit against the HA. Employees Alliance Union because striking doctors and nurses have violated the misconduct in public offices criminal offence, says pro-BJ legislator Regina Ibb. Yeah, well done, Regina. You've, 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 you've found a way to solve this. I mean, this is on a par with the government. In the middle of this crisis, still pursuing court action to try and stop people wear, wearing face masks. I mean, you're in, you're in a land of total absurdity, but obnoxious absurdity. So, Regina it thinks that locking up, Large numbers of frontline legally medical going staff, after them. Well, and locking them up. I because mean, they're the logic of that, yeah. Is the solution. You know, I don't know if she's got any self awareness. Regina, do you know what the word shame means? 